Welcome to 30 Days of Miracles, Kisley 30 Days of Miracles. This is Saratova Bethesda Project at Orpini. Today is the third day of Kisley's, and about miracles, we want to talk for a few minutes about the number three. Where do you see miracles in three? We live in a world of two, or we've lived in a world of two. That means we often confront challenges that give us two very imperfect solutions. So if you do it that way, let's say, I would, I want to eat that pastry, but then I'll gain weight or put my sugar level up. So then I don't want to eat that pastry and I want to only eat the vegetables, but then it's no fun. So which one do I pick? Do I pick solution one? And then I have fun, but then I pay the price afterwards. Well, that's no good. Or do I pick solution two in which I don't have any fun, but then I'm not a happy camper, so that's no good. So we're used to living in a world of two. Remember, today is a third of kids' life. We're used to living in a world of two. That's a very unmiraculous world. It's a world where no matter what, you will end up quite an unhappy camper. Because as we were all told when we were growing up, you know, life is not a bowl of cherries. Hashem is not going to dish out to you, send your way this perfect life that you feel that you should have when you're a little child. A very small, innocent child, tiny, tiny child, will feel like, I need it, I want it, I should get it. And then we supposedly grow up, we go from stage one to stage two. We supposedly grow up and we find out that life is very tough. And some people become extremely cynical. And they always feel that life is really tough. And we're taught that if you're going to be a mature adult, you have to live in world number two, where you can't always get what you want. In fact, you probably will never get what you want. You'll get a modified version of what you want. Some, you know, you'll get some, or else you'll just take vacations to the Bahamas every once in a while because you're overdosing on living a life in which you never get what you want. You live in, in other words, basically, society is, we're taught to live in world number two where life is just tough. You know, the Monday world, not the Sunday world, the Monday world, I hate Mondays. We're taught to live as adults in world number two, and it's tough, <coughs> and you don't get what you want, and it's hard to live. And every once in a while, once a year, you take a two-week vacation to the Bahamas, and you live in world number one in this idyllic situation, and then you go back to world number two for the other weeks of the year. That's it. That's life in Gullus. What does that have to do with miracles? What about number three? For a Jew, the world of one and two, the world of two, two imperfect solutions, is not our truth. We are conceived from three partners. Mother, Father, Hashem. Mother, Father, and God. Three partners in our creation. Three partners in every one of our creations. So we're people of the three. In fact, everything about Judaism is about three. Matan is in the third month, and Kai and Levi is three. Everything is three, 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 many, many threes. Third base amigdash, third geula, a whole lot of threes. 
So if our very creation comes from the three energy, then how are we going to fit in a number two world? A number two world is extremely unmiraculous. A number three world is very miraculous. So that means that in any given situation, the third solution is always there. And that one is good. That one satisfies all the needs. That one is a fun solution. Okay, what is it? This number three solution. And why are we talking about it? Because today is the third day of Kislev. So what is this number three solution? It's a solution that comes from a frequency that you don't see. It's concealed. It's there, but it's concealed. In that world of concealment is a very high world. In that high world, there are solutions that simply work. They're great, amazing, out-of-the-box solutions. It solves all the problems. How do you access such a solution? You have to get it out from behind the hidden, behind the curtain, from the hidden domain. So what do we do as Jews to get things out of the hidden domain and reveal it? Well, we learn the hidden parts of Torah. And we reveal the hidden recesses of our soul. And we reveal the hidden parts of Hashem. And we relate to Hashem, my hiding place to his hiding place, my concealed part to his concealed part. That's called Emunim Betachem. And we'll probably say more about this over the next couple of weeks in this month of Kislev. But this essentially is the miraculous power of number three. The miracles that are there, that are in front of our eyes, but we don't see them. We're going to assume that at every second in the month of Kislev, because it's the month of miracles, every second there's another miracle lurking right behind the door but we need to develop the vessels to see them. And then the miracles of the month of Kislev start to pop out. And then once we start to get into the holidays, Yud Kislev, Yud Tetz Kislev, and especially Hanukkah, even if we're not developing the vessels, the, the, the miracles are popping out at us because they're just right there at the surface. There's been so much work done throughout all the generations by the, the Jewish people about and so much so so much self-sacrifice and so much devotion that the miracles are simply popping out of Hanukkah and popping out of Yotex Kisling. And they want and all these miracles want to pop out at us from every moment of the month of Kisling if we just just if we work on developing the vessels for them and looking for those miracles and trusting that behind the curtain there's another miracle lurking. So I'm just going to spend a couple of minutes because it's a because the Lubavitcher wants that in every single day of the month of Kislev we should learn something from each of the Rebbeim. And through that it will give us a very deep connection to the brand new fresh Chidush that each one of them is bringing into the world, which means bringing something from behind the curtain 
a unique thing that each of this, each of these rabbin have brought and are bringing to us from behind the curtain by learning from their Torah every day, it starts to bring those things from behind the curtain into our life. That's called seeing the miracles. Therefore, we're going to spend just a couple of minutes learning one little, one little line from each of the rabbin. The, the Hayamim of the day is, is about the difference between the approach of the Mizrit, the Baal Shem Tov and the Mizrit Ramagin. That the Baal Shem Tov would travel around and he would bring the deep, deep level, deep secrets of Tyra out to the world. He would travel out to them and bring it out. Bring it from behind the curtain out to the world and give it to people. The Mizrit Ramagin would stay in his home and the world came to him. And these are two different approaches, but it's, we could say, the same, the, from two different directions, the secrets emerging from behind the curtain into our lives. So, therefore, what we're going to quote is one little quote about how to be close with Hashem, how to enter, enter how to pull from behind the curtain into our lives. The Baal Shem Tov says, but a person should be a tzimistic, be very pure and sincere in his in in our approach with Hashem. Just be very sincere, and that will open up the way. We understand that once we're very pure and sincere and clean, clear, then the stuff that blocks the miracles from coming is not there, and so miracles can more easily come. The Mizrachir Magid says. A Chacham will do things when he operates in the world, he'll do it with Das. What's Das? A connector. Meaning, the Chacham, the wise man, will do everything that he does as a, he'll connect everything that he does to Hashem. So the parts, the miracles that are in Hashem's realm that are there, if we're connecting to Hashem, we're connecting to his miracles and then then they can be pulled into our lives. The Alter Rebbe says that before Shabbos, one should ask their family three questions. The questions are, I think, Ashartem, Aravtem, Hidlikumer. Did you make yourselves wealthy the whole week? Did you um, mix truth into the pot? And did you light the candle? In other words, did you spend, did you pursue spiritual wealth this week? That's what we're here to do. Spend the week pursuing spiritual wealth. Not only that, spend the week um, making sure that truth is mixed in with everything, that you're pursuing truth in everything, and make sure that everything you do, you're doing with the purpose of to have kind of pleasure in that relationship with Hashem. The Middle Rebbe says that at the same time we have to be careful about anger to stay away from anger because what is it that makes a person have anger? When we have small das, when we have a very small picture of life, we can easily become angry. This doesn't fit my picture of what I want. And we can't see the bigger picture. It's very immature, the way we are dust when it's very immature. We don't see the bigger picture, so every little thing will come along to annoy us. And if we illuminate our dust so that our picture of life is 
way more expansive and more godly, then it will start to chip away at our anger and we'll see that we're less, less and less angry and ultimately can eliminate it completely. It's like a baby that will become upset very quickly because a baby has very small dust. And as we mature, that dust grows, and then we don't have to be upset. And then we can, when we're not upset, we can start pulling those miracles. We make room, we create that vacuum for the miracle to just come right in because it's not blocked by anything else. The Temostatic says that just like you go over to your friend and maybe you'll pull on his arm to pull him towards you, you know, say, come on, come over here. I want to show you something. And the whole person, you don't just get his arm, but the whole person comes along. So the same thing with mitzvahs. When we're holding on to a mitzvah, we're, so to speak, we're bringing everything about Hashem into our lives. The The Rebbe Marash says, Before you go to sleep, make sure you don't go to sleep with all the spiritual dirt of the day on you. You know, there's a lot of junk. We operate in the world. We walk around in the world. and There's a lot of junk that collects itself and and we see, hear, become involved with and can barely avoid it. So says the Rebbe Marash, make sure to be careful with Krishma before, Krishma Lamita, to say Krishma before we go to sleep so that we don't go to sleep with all the dirt the spiritual dirt that stuck itself stuck itself onto us during the day. Um, and the Rebbe Rashab says that um, any small thing or any big thing that happens in our life, it will have an effect. It will be important in Avaita Hashem. So pay attention to the small things and to the big things. The Friedrich Rebbe says that we should be careful to reveal the flame of the fire in, in, in our serving, you know, reveal that, that, that fire, that flame, and, and get close to Hashem, as it says about Maishar Rabbeinu. You know, he saw the, 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 he saw the flame within, and, you know, stay away from the bush, but, and go and get close to Hashem. And the, and to end off, the Rebbe says that we should learn Tanya to tame our Midas. The parts of ourselves that are sort of that are in the world every day that pick up the junk from the world that we have to clean off before we go to sleep. When we learn Tanya during the day, that also cleans them off. And giving tzedakah before davening will will bring us close to becoming whom we would like to become. So, in all of this, these are all pieces of how the rabbim are giving us the ability to step into the miracles of the month of Kislev, bring them into our lives, bring them out into the world. And once we bring them out into the world, the world that now is struggling to go from falsehood to truth, and it's struggling very hard, and it's quite a battle. When we, when we let the, those miracles waft into the air of the world and the hidden beautiful, pure domains, the pure words of Tyra waft into the air of the world and heals the world. And then the world can much more quickly move to its ultimate purification, hopefully in a, in a painless way, and hopefully in a smooth way, in a way in which everybody is safe. 
And may we find ourselves in this month of Kislev, on Gimel Kislev, already in the base of Megdash Shlishi, the third base of Megdash, on the third day. And we should have, may we have the third Geula immediately now.